Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Experience support for confident business makers. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Christian Boo Bukusis. When it comes to unlocking human potential and achieving organizational success, there's no one quite like Christian Bukusis. He is the CEO and of Afterburner, Inc., a former fighter pilot turned business founder, author, and inspirational speaker. Boo has earned over 1,000 five-star Google reviews for his unparalleled expertise in human behavior and organizational performance. Whether he's speaking to a small group or multinational corporation, Boo inspires people to discover a new way of thinking that empowers them to believe that even the most audacious ambitions are within their reach. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Boo. Thanks, Ed. Uh, happy to be here. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Well, first, why do you do what you do? It's, I've got a very simple answer to that because I believe in, in it. I believe that uh, what I was taught to do as a fighter pilot, uh, my connection with a, a belief system and a purpose at a very young age is really what drives success. It, it did for me, uh, a track record of, of being a business founder and owner. And now, you know, not not having to come over and acquire Afterburner and be the CEO of Afterburner. Late last year, it, the opportunity arose, and I'm like, you know what? I really believe in this. The best way to do this is to acquire the business, get into the US, and absolutely do this at scale. So why do I do what I what I do? Because I believe what I do actually makes a difference. And let's talk a little bit about something specific that I know that you folks talk an awful lot about, and that is the military concept of a debrief. But how do we can we build a debrief as a mindset in businesses today? It's interesting. Debrief, I think there's a legacy attached with debrief. You and I had a conversation around words earlier and how particular words create a, a, a belief. Uh, and I think historically the word debrief is a word that is associated with something that's quite negative, like uh, – it's it's not fun. We as fighter pilots in Australia actually call it the DEBA, not the debrief. And in a DEBA, uh, what you're attempting to achieve is a peer group review of what just happened in the real world versus what you thought would happen and, and connecting what we do to what we want. Uh, and it's very, very simple. It's because fighter pilots plan everything, right? Because the better you plan, the better you're prepared for when the plan fails. Uh, so we, we create these plans and it's fundamental to debriefing that you have a good plan. It mightn't be a good plan in terms of what you plan to do, but a good plan has structure, everything is measurable and everything comes down to an individual, not a department or a team. If it's a team, it's a leader. Uh, so, so you set yourself up to debrief by having these clear, measurable, achievable objectives and actions that all have an individual owner. So that's the start. Uh, then, then, and we, there is no shortage of this in today's digital world, we measure those against the data we have as to the current results. Uh, the way the brain works and the way we make decisions, uh, first we start with perceptions, then we process those and project what's the likely future outcome of the decision I'm about to make. And this is a future that doesn't exist yet, right? So, so a perception isn't real. The future doesn't exist, and that's why we make this. That's how we make the decision. So, no wonder we make a lot of bad ones. Yeah. Uh, from there, the decision drives action. The actions deliver results. The results deliver an impact, and the impact, in broad 
context as positive or negative. If, if you think of impact just as that, uh, we can start shaping the way that we think. Now, negative impacts feed negative perception, so the loop keeps going down into a spiral. Uh, positive impacts start to shape our perceptions. Uh, however, if we if we have positive outcomes uh, and if we have negative outcomes and we just try and mentally trick our brain to start thinking positive, like the downfall of the positive psychology movement, is our is as a human being and how we're constructed and our brain and the way we're connected to our heart, our gut, everything else, if our results are negative and we're just talking positive, we actually don't, we, we don't actually get better. Our, our brain is too smart for that. So what we have to do as fighter pilots is chunk it down. We actually have to achieve positive impacts. So we introduced this, this extra step in, in the, our decision-making, which is the debrief. So if you took debrief away, what it is, it's a thought loop. It's a loop of thinking. It's a, it's a feedback loop. It's not lineal. And, and the loop connects what we want, our objective, to what happened, uh, why it happened, and what I'm going to do tomorrow. And this is really important. In one conversation, we talk about the future. What are our strategic objectives today? What's our current result? Our history? What just happened to get us to this result? And when we find that one thing, the one reason why we had a negative result, we take action. And the action, again, propels us into the future. So very elegantly, what we've done here is through a structured conversation, we've intentionally driven from the future to today to yesterday and through action driven back into the future. And that's important because for many of us from a debrief, we just create another future perception. We just we just come up with another dream of what good looks like later. And, and you would know, Ed, the, the statistics around strategic execution in businesses are pretty, pretty average. Uh, there's, there's not a, it's not a big number. It's less than 50. Uh, some people are naturally very good at this. Some, some people have a debrief mindset anyway. They're curious. A debrief mindset's akin to a growth mindset. You're, you're always kind of unpacking why. Um, what's, what's useful about debriefing, though, is because it's a methodology as well as a mindset, even those that are that are more fixed in the way that they approach life, and there's a lot of fixed mindset fighter pilots, very logic and science-based individuals uh, who are very structured in their belief systems. It is the military after all. Uh, this system creates an artificial growth mindset because after a debrief, you're going to walk away with three things to do differently this afternoon or tomorrow. And the mere fact you've done that means that you have by default grown as a person your capability and your competency has grown. Your confidence grows uh, all by sitting down and just walking through four simple steps. So talk to me uh, for a minute or two about the importance of limiting it down to that, as you said, three things. I would even say sometimes it's just one thing. Yeah, one thing, that, right. That, that, that's important to change. Why is it important to, to, to limit y yourself rather than say, all right, we found 17 things wrong, let's fix all 17? Because as we all know, none of us can do 17 things, right? Uh, there, is some, there is some theory around the rule of threes and that it's actually easier to remember three things than it is, is one, small, medium, large. You know, we came, we saw, we conquered. Uh, the uh, life, liberty, freedom. Like there's a whole bunch of different uh, rules around three. And fighter pilots, we always had three. We always had three objectives and three learning points. So if, I'm just relying on what I did back then but hey yeah one is great too i mean one thing a day is 365 a year which is a pretty good pretty good tweak the other reason why people don't like debriefing or after action reports wash-ups 
is we're generally reflecting on a whole quarter or maybe a few weeks. And so much happened during that time, uh, a little bit like a witness statement with, with police. We make up stories in our head, like our, our brain just creates false memories. And usually those false memories are akin to, well, it wasn't me, it was someone else. So it actually gets worse. The longer you leave a debrief from the from a learning point, the the more out of context it is. Don't get me wrong; you'll still learn something, no matter what, no matter what you debrief. If you're if you're committed to the action, not not the discovery process, and this is where you know root cause analysis five whys stand alone. They're useful, but they have to codify the action. If your if your root cause is you know, we need to recapitalize the entire business. You're not going to do that tomorrow. You, you need to do one thing that you can do tomorrow that a human can do. It doesn't require an organization. And scale that out, you know, an organization, an enterprise, let's look at an enterprise level execution. 200,000 people inside an enterprise, and I've, I've worked at the C-suite at a company that's this. It took three years to get this scale, mind you. But 200,000 people debriefing every day, and three things a day get just tweaked in the organization. That's that's profound. That is that is beyond transformation. That is beyond change management. That is true evolution of of an organization. And and, and as we know, evolution never ends. Right? Evolution is just a consistent test, adjust, and growth based on the environment that you're in. And the faster you can do that today, the faster you can adapt to the speed of today's uh, environment. And Boo, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? Oh, look, I've always struggled with this question um, because I would, I would never want anyone to view me as a hero. I've certainly done nothing to prove it. And I, and I feel like my, my model of society is we've, we've all got a bit of hero inside us. Uh, and I've seen so many examples of people transcend what they felt to exhibit a superpower that they didn't really believe. So... I'm going to kind of sideslip that question and say, you know, for me, I think there's a little bit of hero in everyone and and why I believe in this company and what we do is I think that we unlock that in most people. And lastly, how can somebody get a hold of you? Uh, very simple. Afterburner.com is uh, is the website or my personal website's callmeboo.com. But yeah, just Google Afterburner uh, and we typically show up somewhere near the top of the feed or our um, social media pages. All right, Christian Boo Bakusas, CEO of Afterburner, thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thanks for having me, Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.